Radio. This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Rappaport to the Rescue with award-winning animal advocate Jill Rappaport. Welcome to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport. And have you missed me? I took a slight little break because I have been working nonstop on a Rappaport to the Rescue adoption extravaganza. I'm not kidding you. Since August, I have been working on this event. I literally am taking over Lincoln Center in New York City, November 8th from 4 to 6 p.m., in hopes of finding 45 wonderful dogs a forever home. Why do I say 45? Well, there's a little tie in here, folks. It's the 45th anniversary of the Big Apple Circus. They are opening up their doors, all their resources, and this year the circus is going to the dogs, the rescue dogs. I am so excited about this. Trust me, there's never been an event like this. And to be given the opportunity to shine a light when rescue and adoption are down greatly, so many animals have been given back. All those beautiful dogs and cats and amazing animals during COVID that were adopted. And we were so excited that the pandemic helped the situation. Well, guess what? So many have been returned back in cages, waiting for a forever home, and some may never get out. So I decided in August that I'm going to do something about this. And with the help of this unbelievable institution, a Big Apple beloved extravaganza, I'm able to shine a light. Now, when we come back, the man that made my dream come true, the new CEO of the Big Apple Circus, Marty LaSalle, will be joining us. So excited. Stay tuned. And by the way, get in line now. It's all for free. And get ready for the pesto resistance. Did I say that right, Mark? It was close. Oh, yeah. Oh, not perfect. Who cares? Anyway, <laughs> the big tease is we will have the superstar from Netflix's hit series, Stranger Things, Gabby Pizzolo, will be performing at this event. She will be singing a song to the rescue dogs, and there will not be a dry eye in the house. You all have to show up. Get in line now. And coming up, the man behind the Big Apple Circus, CEO Marty LaSalle. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Rappaport to the Rescue. It's time for my interview. The CEO of the Big Apple Circus. This is his debut year, Marty LaSalle. And you know, this is one of those times. I'm really sorry that you just can hear us because this guy is so handsome. And I'm like looking at him going, oh, too bad our listeners can't see him. But if you show up to the event, 
you can see him in person. So that's another reason to show up. Welcome, Marty. Thank you. And you all should see the hat Jill is wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm having a bad hair day. (laughs) Jill, you also look great. And I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, thank you so much. And Marty, Mark asked me in the commercial break, how did this come to be? How did this idea come up? And that's what I was saving for now. It is the most unusual connection. And let me start by saying I was at one of those swanky Hamptons parties, those really fancy dinner parties at a beautiful house on the water. And I was lucky enough to sit next to Hot Marty. Okay, I don't know how else to put it. And I'm sitting next to him and we hit it off and we started talking about his new job at the Big Apple Circus. And Marty, you know, I said to you at the time, I was only at the Big Apple Circus once. It was almost 15 years ago when I did a book signing there with Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. We were kicking off our book, People We Know, Horses They Love. And the Newmans were all involved with the circus because they were supporting at the time Pegasus Therapeutic Riding. And they Mm. would take these kids and do events at the Big Apple Circus. But I have to tell you, I even said to Clea Newman, Paul and Joanne's daughter, I'm a little nervous. I don't know how I feel about this because I was concerned about the circus's relationship with animals because I'm all about advocacy and saving lives. Marty, set the record straight. So the Big Apple Circus has for many years been very animal welfare oriented, very animal welfare friendly. I've been involved with the Big Apple Circus for 20 years and throughout those entire two decades, there has been no issues with animal rights groups at the Big Apple Circus. Unfortunately, the Big Apple Circus is oftentimes lumped into the broader circus industry. And this is part of what Jill and I talked about over our dinner (laughs) in Southampton in the summer, is that the Big Apple Circus actually has proactively supported acts that involve rescue animals over the years. And it's actually a great opportunity for our audiences to appreciate animals and love animals and see them up close. I lived at the Big Apple Circus for a number of years. I was actually a juggler. I love that. We have to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I was a featured juggling act in the 2008-2009 season. So this was quite a while ago now. And these animals are part of the family. And it's actually really wonderful to see the connection that the animals have to their trainers and to their owners and also to the audience. And so Jill was familiar with this Big Apple Circus history. I said the Big Apple Circus 15 years ago. One of the reasons I love the Big Apple Circus is true New Yorkers all have a Big Apple Circus story. And she realized that the Big Apple Circus actually shouldn't be, you know, grouped into some of these other circus categories. And we discussed this idea of putting our money where our mouth is, so to speak, and work on an event with Jill, who, as everyone knows, is the real deal when it comes to animal rescue and animal welfare. And we came up with this idea to host a adoption day in our big top tent leading into our opening on November 11th. So the event is on November 8th. So everyone who attends will get to see cute. You talk about animals better than I do, Jill, but they will be cute dogs. They'll be 45, 45 beautiful, cute dogs, beautiful <laughs> yeah. dogs in the big top. We'll have some performance and it'll be a really great show. Jill will host the event and it's an opportunity for our audiences to get a sneak peek of the big top before the show opens and hopefully find homes for all these dogs that need homes, Jill, as you are all too familiar with. You know, Marty, it's interesting because you talk about the circus's love of animals, your circus. 
you know, it's really sad because circus has become a so-called four-letter word. And regardless if you were ever, you know, involved in anything that might have been looked down on, which the Big Apple Circus wasn't, at least now these other groups have made a concerted effort to change. And what I've been telling people, because trust me, I've been getting a little heat, like, really? You're doing a circus event? And my feeling about this is that rescue animals are all about getting a second chance. And any organization or person that has made a change for the better, and they're willing to shine a light on this plight, I say, bravo, they deserve a second chance. And that's what this is all about. Absolutely. And I have a, a love for the circus industry in general. And the Big Apple Circus is its own company. It's its own brand. It's its own product. But we are part of this circus industry that has been changing. Ringling Brothers is coming back into the market next year, and they're not including animals at all. But, you know, circus businesses across the country are realizing that, you know, we have to be proactive in how we are positioning ourselves, but also the work we're doing to support animal welfare. And we hope that this event starts reframing the narrative around circus and animals. And hopefully this is an annual event. We come back every year and get dogs and horses and who are, you know, many animals homes. Well, it's so incredible because I want to list the amazing groups that are taking part. And not only are you opening up your hearts and homes at the Big Apple Circus, you're using all your resources, working the press machine 24-7, offering free refreshments, not only free attendance, but free refreshments, cotton candy, popcorn, soda. But also, we talked about this, that a percentage of ticket sales could go back hopefully to all of the participating shelters, because they're making a huge effort to be there. Many are traveling six, seven hours. They have volunteers to help with the dogs. It's a real day's event for them, but they understand that if they are given an opportunity, Marty, like the Big Apple Circus is giving them, they've got to be there. And I just want to give a special shout out. It's in alphabetical order. What a group we have from all over the tri-state. We have Bidewee, one of the oldest, most amazing organizations, Little Shelter, Huntington, Long Island, Long Island Bulldog Rescue, Nassau Humane Society, Mid-Atlantic Basset Hound Rescue, New York City Second Chance Rescue. I'm fostering two dogs from there right now, purebreds. They're going to blow the crowd away. Southampton Animal Shelter, Yorkie 911 Rescue, and Westchester SPCA. Amazing, state-of-the-art, incredible facility. And these groups are getting together 45 dogs of all breeds, ages, sizes. We're going to have a lot of the underdogs featured, seniors, pits, special needs. We also, even though I'm all about older animals, and you all know that I always promote senior, 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 because it is election day, hopefully everybody will bring their kids because so many of the schools are closed. We will have a few puppies, but primarily middle-aged, a little bit older, and we will have three breed-specific foster-based groups. We have the Yorkies and the Hounds and the Bulldogs. So people will be able to see, Marty, that whatever you want in rescue, you can find. And that's the message. But we also need a forum like this to shine. Absolutely. And you are a force of nature. And (laughs) I have... I have no doubt this is going to be a high impact event. And I think your adoption track record is pretty high. So I think I'm quite optimistic that we're going to find these dogs homes. 
Well, it's so interesting because you know I've been doing TV shows, segments, specials for years and only worried about ratings. This is the first time, Marty, I'm worried about getting a crowd. I'm thinking, oh, you know, we need people to show up because if they don't show up, the dogs won't get adopted. But I'm hoping and everybody listening, if you can travel and come to our event, this would be amazing. The fact that it's free, it's on election day when schools are closed, most schools. And the fact that it's a great time of day with amazing dogs, I'm really hoping we get a banner crowd, aren't you? Absolutely. And it's a beautiful venue. And like we mentioned, we'll have some performances and it'll be a really fun event to attend for sure. Oh, well, Marty, as your first year in this role, let me talk to you about that because <laughs> your background. I wouldn't. Is- I wouldn't. but you were a professional juggler (laughs) i was yes i was a professional juggler for 10 years and on the road doing your act on the road with circuses and theaters and cruise ships and i would perform halftime shows for the nba and other large sports events here in the u.s and i spent a year as i mentioned as the guest juggling act here at the big apple circus 14 years ago so that was i guess that was must have been its 31st season and I love this business and I've always loved the animal aspect to it. And I'm excited by and energized by the idea of continuing to work with animals in a way that is respectful and in a way that audiences respond to. Well, did I also read that your twin brother also juggles? <laughs> yes. So, well, we juggle together. So that was so, <laughs> literally so and, and figuratively. I, literally and figuratively. So, my brother and I grew up as gymnasts. We were from a very early age flipping around the gymnastic facility, and we had really great coaches. And I've always had a passion for the circus. My brother has shared it. We didn't have a swinging trapeze or a, a wire, <laughs> you know, or a wire to walk over in our in our gymnastic facility, but you don't really need sophisticated juggling props, probably like socks balled up or some oranges or something. And we taught ourselves to juggle and we realized that we were quite proficient at it and we're identical twins. And we realized that we can flip and we can juggle. And because we're identical twins, our bodies have a natural rhythm that facilitates team juggling technique that is uncommon. So within a couple of years, we were performing tricks that people couldn't do you know, around, around the world. And so we got connected to the circus business and we got connected to different variety arts managers and had a really great run for 10 years and took a little break to went to college. And when we graduated, we did a couple large longer term contracts, but the last one we did was with the Big Apple Circus. So we retired here as jugglers at What's the your brother's name? Jake LaSalle. And he went off to medical school. So now he's an anesthesiologist uh, based here in New York. Uh, what a stretch. <laughs> yeah, such a you know different trajectory. And, uh, and I actually stayed at the Big Apple Circus and worked in guest relations and in site operations for two years. So I learned that side of the business. And then I left the circus business for about 10 years. I worked in production. I worked in the talent agency world. And uh, there was an opportunity to come back and be the next custodian of the Big Apple Circus over the summer. And I said, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, obviously you have great eye-hand coordination, but taking on this big venture, this is a huge job. And I have to tell our listeners, you know, I'd be messaging Marty and calling him and panicked a little bit. That's just my personality. But I think that extra adrenaline is what makes me so passionate about rescue. I like can't stop 
Yeah, and effective. I, that's what makes you effective. And that's why when we had dinner, I didn't even know you before that dinner. I was like, this is someone I want to work with because she'll bring in energy that is required to get these events off the ground. Well, why I wanted to work with you is you are so calm and cool. This guy never loses it. But Marty, tell me about your expectations for this year, your debut year. What will you be doing different to put this tradition on the map? It's a really good question, Jill. And as I'm sure you know, a lot of these productions, the scale and the complexity of them. So the Big Apple Circus, it's presented in a big top tent. And the tent is part of a whole village that we set up with trailers. And it basically is a little city. We have 100 people who live here on site. So the first part of the operational planning is to build the city. So we have to bring in all the infrastructure. So it's power and water and the RVs and the offices and the box office. The second layer is the actual venue. So we build this facility that's a big top, a traditional big top tent uh, that seats 1,600 people that has state-of-the-art theatrical systems, lighting, sound, rigging, video equipment. And then the third thing is we actually have to produce a show in this venue that sits that in little detail. So, <laughs> so we actually have to produce a show. So I, I say that because there's a lot of elements to this job in this company that require years of, of planning. Yeah. And so I joined three months ago. And so what I've been focused on is what can we do this year to put our stamp on what we're doing? Uh, we're investing in some pre-show entertainment, some front of house entertainment that will make the overall circus experience feel more immersive. Uh, we're adjusting things on the food and beverage and on the retail. Uh, we're setting up partnerships with people like you, Jill. That and, that and to your point about giving back to the shelters, this event, the way we've discussed it, is it's a kickoff to a long-term partnership. And there'll be a lot of touch points throughout our run here, uh, but also into the future as we partner with you and figure out how to really support animal welfare across across the company, not just when we do, not when we just do these one-off events. The show looks great. The venue looks great. You know, we're just getting the word out as best as we can. And hopefully we have a lot of people come this year. We're here for, uh, it's a limited run. It's eight weeks. We open in two weeks and then run through the end of the year. Wow. Well, I am so thrilled to be a part of it. They're even giving me a little kiosk with all my rescue products where I can actually have things that promote adoption or rescue with a percentage going back to all the participating shelters. Oh, I'm so excited about this. The Rappaport to the Rescue event, you know, is just so exciting to think about, Marty. And again, the Big Apple Circus is an organization with a big heart. I want to thank you so much for allowing me and our rescue groups and all of these beautiful dogs to have your venue to shine. So thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. I'm excited to launch a successful inaugural event. And hopefully this is the start of a, a great partnership. Oh, thank you. Yes, a, a lot to juggle. <laughs> no pun intended, but we will do it. <laughs> get it. I have no doubt, Jill, that with you, we'll get it done. Oh, thank you so much. You just heard from Marty LaSalle, the new CEO of the Big Apple Circus. And don't forget, if you're anywhere around the tri-state, November 8th, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. with an incredible finale by superstar Netflix Stranger Things, Gabby Pizzolo. She will be singing to the rescue dogs, free refreshments, amazing animals, all breeds, all sizes, shapes, ages. You've got to come to find your next fur angel. And I'm Jill Rappaport, and this is Rappaport to the Rescue. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.